welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came home. And here he is, without further ado, the one and only Mr. Jerry Springer. Whoa. Let's have, yeah, let's have a little more ado. <laughs> why, why can't we have that further ado? I like the ado. Yeah, I like the ado, too. But you always say we can't without further ado. Yeah, I want that. Anyway, yeah, it's okay. I'll get over it. Hey, welcome, guys. At some point, we probably ought to have, and this is would fall under the guise of the executive producer. Uh, uh-huh. Senior keep, executive keep producer. The senior, <laughs> senior executive producer. We keep having the opening, which, you know, is lovely, but it's a total lie. A total lie. Yeah, we're not, you know, with, since COVID. So basically, we've been going with nine months now. We haven't been able to be in the studio uh, because yeah. of safety, and it's a good thing. But you would think we could make a, a new one live from our a new home intro or hotels or yeah. somewhere in the live universe. On- on Zoom, somewhere on the universe. That's a good point. I'll put yeah. that on the to-do list. Anyway, <laughs> hey, 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 by the way, uh, in a few minutes, we're going to hear Jerry's uh, wonderful uh, thought of the week. Uh, we look forward to those. They keep getting better and better. I called you the other day and told yeah, you. Yeah, I appreciate this that. Isn't, that was nice. This isn't BS. Those things are really good. Hey, we also are going to hear from, this is a real treat, Michael Jonathan. If you don't know, you probably know who he is, but if you don't know, He's from Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. He is an author, a singer, a songwriter, a broadcaster, an actor. Uh, he has a show called Wood Songs Old Time Radio Hour, which is basically a radio show that's on 537 radio stations around the country, as well as broadcasts out to the our armed forces all over the world. And then it's picked up by a bunch of TV shows. I watch it on the local uh, PBS affiliate out of greater, I live in Northern Kentucky, but I, uh, watch it in the greater Cincinnati area. So he's going to be on and do a song for us. And, uh, been on a couple of times before we love having Michael on. So we'll get to him in a minute. Um, and by the way, Jerry and Megan, I think you're going to agree. We really need to beg people if you haven't to vote. So we're recording this on October 29th. Election day is November 3rd, just a few days away. Please, please vote. Don't try to mail it in now. Carry it in if, if you've got an absentee. Yep. Or do what I did. And I don't know, Megan, if you've done this, Jerry, if you've done this, but I just went to the local board of elections in my area in Kentucky and stood in a short line and safely voted. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, we were there for about a half an hour last Saturday. We went down. It was long line, but it moved very quickly and. Got in, got out, got brunch. It was a great day. Yeah, how was brunch? Okay. Yeah, no, I we we really did the same day. thing in, in in Florida. We we walked our vote into the uh, board of elections. This was like in Florida, they get to vote earlier, even so. It was like three weeks ago or two weeks ago. Uh, but yep. the first day we got it in the mail, we filled it out and we walked it in. So and dropped it in the box. So fantastic. And you know, speaking of politics, I wanted it's. Uh, tell you guys something and i'm frankly kind of ashamed of this but uh 
it's political, uh, but I do a character and I've been doing it for years, started by my brother, Jerry, and then I picked it up and embellished it quite a bit. And it's a character named State Senator Tip Kemper, named after an an old neighbor of mine. When I was growing up, I lived next door to Billy Tip Kemper, and he and I have been friends all through the years, uh, you know, up to today. And so my <laughs> brother took his name and split it. You know, there was Tip O'Neill and Speaker of the House. And so Jerry created this political character called State Senator Tip Kemper, never naming the state, but just State Senator Tip Kemper. My brother got bored with it pretty quickly, and I kept doing it, did it on radio stations, did it on our Springer on the radio show, done it on the podcast. And I put some, uh, created a YouTube channel. His uniqueness is he just had these uh, legislative ideas that were just freaking stupid. One was everybody in the state would be required if his uh, law passed, his statute passed, to read a book a month, write a book report, and turn it into the post office. And you'd be graded on it. If you didn't do it, you'd be fined, et cetera. Another one was if you had a swimming pool, a private pool like Jerry Springer does, uh, you would be required to have poor children in the neighborhood come to your pool and they would get a state voucher. And you'd have to give them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a towel. So those are the examples of his legislative ideas. So they were good. Yeah, they were good. (laughs) I came up with this idea and I thought, I wonder if anybody would watch these. Of yeah. If you'd like to become a state senator, here's how to do it. And it's a it's a YouTube video. Uh, David, do you have the audio? It's, it's a couple of minutes long. I, sure. I don't know if you have it available. Here's State Senator Tip Kemper on how to become a state senator. Well, I'm oh State Senator God. Tip Kemper. I've had a number of people ask me how to become elected to the state senate because it looks like a pretty good job. So I thought I would do a short four-point tutorial on how to get elected as a state senator. Now, number one, you've got to <laughs> come up with, in my opinion, a good name. Uh, I consulted with a printer who does political yard signs, and he helped me to select the name Tip Kemper. Uh, first of all, Kemper fits very nicely on a yard sign. Uh, also, I find if I'm in a parade, people will yell out, hey, Tip, how you doing? Good job. So Tip is kind of a, a pretty quick, easy, kind of rolls off your lips first name. And I've even had people call me Kemp. So um, it, it's a very memorable name. So I think it's, uh, using that as an example, Tip Kemper, now first name's one syllable, second name, two syllables. So if you play with some of those possibilities, you can do uh, just fine on that. Number two, I think this is very important, uh, dress like a, a state senator. Now, Well, so then it goes through how to dress and it goes through. Uh, and I also said, you know, it helps if you have somebody, you know, somebody who's had uh, if you've had any kind of touch with greatness. And yeah. I said, I happen to uh, have uh, opportunities to get to know Jerry Springer. And then you may remember, Jerry, you did a video endorsing him. And that's yes. on the YouTube channel. Well, here's the point. Here's the point. So that's state senator Tip Kemper telling how to become a state senator. 8,400 people have watched that. And Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, and by the way, by YouTube channels, that's hardly anything. A lot of, you know, real uh, viral stuff is up in the millions. But 8,400 people. (laughs) You can imagine looked at that like, I don't know, maybe I want to get into politics. 
And they have this idiot. <laughs> this guy seems this idiot giving them this advice. <laughs> and by the way, some of the, if you go in there and read the comments, uh, most <laughs> of them, hardly anybody, hardly anybody gets the joke. Like a couple of people go, is this guy joking? Anyway, yeah. I'm ashamed of that. Uh, no, on see, the one that hand, is, that is poetry. That is perfect. That of all the things is what you're ashamed of. Really? I'm ashamed on the one hand. On the other hand, uh, take a look at it and subscribe. You were saying, Jerry? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I will definitely subscribe. I mean, that was beautiful. But let's be honest, that was your only suit. Yeah, it was my only (laughs) (laughs) That is it. Yeah. Hey, Jerry. Yes. um, We've got Election Day coming up. Yes. Like I said earlier, I mean, we're only, what, five days out, whatever. It, yeah. it's, it's, we're doing this on a Thursday elections on next Tuesday. Uh, what thoughts do you have? Because I'm assuming you're going to talk about something that has a word in it spelled T-R-U-M-P. But what are you thinking? Yeah. Maybe well, B-I-D-E-N. Well, uh, obviously, as we're taping this, I don't know exactly what the results will be. I, you know, I can. Right. I can pretty safely guess on it, but I, what I'm talking about today uh, has to do a little bit with uh, uh, Amy Comey, uh, Coney Barrett, uh-huh. and, uh, how that is affected by, was affected by the election. The confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court is, let's be honest, hardly a surprise, uh, considering the pre-election makeup of the U.S. Senate. And so the conservatives will have a six to three majority on the Supreme Court. And America may now be stripped of its guarantees and protections of individual freedoms and liberties. Unless, of course, you're a rich white male or corporation. Wow, that sounds pretty harsh. But if you think about it, other than the fact that the justices are smarter, more educated, know how to read, and are certainly more civil and polite than Trump, what is the difference between this conservative court and him? In a sense, the court is even more dangerous, I'd suggest. For as for the president, people already know he's a buffoon, a carnival act posing as a leader. But the fact is he'll soon be gone, his illegitimate presidency, a mere asterisk in our nation's history. But the Supreme Court has a relative permanence to it. And what makes it more dangerous is that its threat to our liberties is hidden behind this veil of polite, educated reasoning. Indeed, it gives cover to our worst prejudicial instincts. It is a polite institutional racism, more insidious than the crazy gun-toting white supremacists that wrap themselves in a Trump flag. Because you see, these people on the court dress nicely, speak politely, from the best universities, while I respectfully suggest they are simply making a mockery of the idea America. They appear before the Senate Judiciary Committee seeking to hide their reactionary views by refusing to answer questions. If on a specific issue like Roe v. Wade, well, Senator, I can't comment on a case that I may have to rule on. And then when asked about an issue that is not specifically before the court yet, Well, I can't answer a hypothetical. The dishonesty of these people is staggering, and the arrogance of Judge Barrett 
not even willing to recuse herself from any dispute regarding this year's election results just weeks after Trump put her on the court, well, how can anyone believe anymore that the Supreme Court is independent or incorruptible? But what is even more mind-boggling and devious in this stated rationale of all these conservative justices, that they are not there to make law or policy, that they are originalists, that they are there merely to read the original text of the Constitution, to base their decision on the founders' original intent and nothing more. That's what they always say. Oh, come on. First of all, what is the original intent of the founders? There were 55 members of the Constitutional Convention in Philadelphia. They each had their own views or intentions, but passage of the Constitution required the ratification of nine of the 13 colonies. So there was constant bargaining and negotiations and compromises made by them to garner the necessary votes. So what was the original intent of 55 different minds? It's nonsense to try and decipher that because there was no one single intent. So that argument based on original intent is a fiction. It doesn't exist. And it's used just to rationalize a decision that the present day justice wants to reach anyway. And secondly, what if I'm wrong? What if through magic, and in defiance of logic, there actually is a singular original intent that all 45 absolute, 55 absolutely held. Are we saying that 240 years later, our lives will be governed by 55 property-owning white men who saw blacks as three-fifths of a person, that women and blacks couldn't vote, who didn't even have the moral courage to abide by their own declaration of independence that all men are created equal, and by outlawing slavery, or at least not owning slaves themselves, why are our citizens alive today having their freedoms and liberties restrained by the questionable morality of men who lived two and a half centuries ago? The point is, even though most people are understandably at best troubled and yet more probably outraged by Trump's behavior, be at least equally concerned by the character of our Supreme Court, admittedly smarter, better schooled, politer, and more socially adept than Trump, but yet equally damaging and perhaps even more damaging to the whole idea that America will forever try to be the land of equal rights and equal opportunity. Excellent. Very nice, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And let All me right. remind people, Jerry Springer, well, let's give him the, the uh, honor that he's due. It's Judge Jerry Springer. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if I might, if I might, Megan, before you introduce Michael Jonathan, uh, I have been pushing hard. I'm not quite sure who to contact. So I've been contacting local Democratic Party headquarters, et cetera, to try to advance Springer's name for the shortlist for Supreme Court should Joe Biden get elected. But I think Judge Jerry. How's that going for you, Gene? Well, well they have not returned my calls yet, but, it, yeah. but I, I yeah. just started it about a month ago. So let's don't. Yeah. Anyway. Have him first look at your YouTube site. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> they'll take your call. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. As Gene mentioned at the top of our show tonight, we have with us Michael Jonathan. Welcome, Michael. It's nice to be here. It's good to see you. And, and hello, Jerry. Thank you for having me back on. Megan, it's great sure. to see you. Yeah. So you are right outside of Lexington. And tell us a little bit about this Woodsong's old time radio show. I'm super interested in this. You know, uh, I wanted to do something that celebrated the music of America's front porch. And oh, beautiful. I started Wood Songs. It's a live audience radio show. We do it in front of a live audience. About 500 people come on a Monday. Uh, when we were in production, you know, we're not in production now but because um, of COVID. But uh, we produced our 1,000th broadcast this past November. Wow, congratulations. Uh, yeah. Very cool. A big, a, we're used to crowds of 500 at the coffee shop, so we, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we took the show to Dublin, Ireland, and a little over 2,000 people showed up to come see Whoa. us. Whoa. Oh, wow. Um, but it, uh, so cool. yeah, it airs on five, a little over 500 radio stations. It airs on American Forces Radio Network worldwide in 177 countries on the radio on two channels, plus every single military base, U.S. naval ship in the world. It's, on, uh, it's in about half of America's uh, TV homes on PBS stations from Los Angeles to Vermont to Florida, everywhere in between. And the RFD television network uh, airs it twice a week, and that's another 54 million homes. So, Woodsong, wow. uh, Woodsongs wow. uh, gives a very large imprint. What I'm most proud of is that Woodsongs is used in thousands and thousands of schools and homeschool families because they they get. We have a uh, uh, juried lesson plans for several of the shows, and they're used wow. to, to help, especially schools where arts and music has been deleted from the budget. They get to yeah. use good songs for free, and it's a it's a great it's a great tool. You know, if you're going to do it, why not do everything right? <laughs> well, that is a great. Absolutely. No kidding, that is great. Good for you. Good for you. Well, grow up, I want to be as successful as Jerry Springer. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dare to dream. Yeah. Yeah. Dare yeah. to dream. Well, <laughs> yeah, why don't you just settle on one first name? Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, look, it's real. I can't help it. You know, yeah. Get yeah. it is. Legal. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, Michael, do you have a song for us this evening that you're going to share? You know, I was I was talking to uh, to David and we, we sent a, a live performance of a song that's uh, uh, called Blues Tonight. It's a uh, okay. it has an underlying political um, undertone to it. In other words, if you listen to the song, sometimes things feel real bad, but they're mm -hmm. actually okay. Things yeah, are yeah. good message for right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's just, just a little bit of the blues. There you go. Winter skies and evening songs Everything is beautiful and nothing is wrong But that's alright I got the blues tonight Midnight comes on my windowsill My baby is gone and I'm lonesome still That's alright I got the blues tonight I hear the moan of a midnight train 
Can I ride that dream holding you again? So I say a prayer, but nobody's there. That's all right. I just got the blues tonight. I say a prayer on the midnight train. Can I ride that dream holding you again? So I say a prayer, but nobody's there. But that's all right. I got the blues tonight. It's all right. I just got the blues tonight. Oh, beautiful. 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 Nice, Jonathan. Oh man, that was great, Michael. Michael, Michael, Michael. Pardon me. Player Sharon Oler. She's a beautiful, uh, classically trained flute player. It was very nice that she performed with me that night. Beautiful. Yeah. So tell us where we can uh, tell. Give us your website. Where can you've talked a little bit about uh, Woodsong Old Time Radio Show? Tell us about your music. Where can we find more of it? You know, if you if you spell my name right, (laughs) 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 MichaelJonathan.com. Uh, really quick, the, the city of Lexington was very wonderful, and they gave me a star on the sidewalk of Main Street, Lexington, and uh, oh, misspelled, wow. misspelled Michael and Jonathan in concrete. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Both names are misspelled. So if you come to Lexington on Main Street, you'll see my star on the sidewalk of Lexington. Both names are misspelled. And they offered to replace <laughs> and I said, don't you dare. You're going to ruin a good story. Yeah. So <laughs> That's great. I love it. Yeah, the I same the, the same thing happened to me. They um, in Hollywood, they it's it's in cement there, but they spelt it like Tom Cruise. <laughs> ah, Do not encourage that, Gene. We talked about it. Don't encourage we that. It's about bad. It. I'm out of the closet, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we encourage all of our listeners to go check out some more of Michael Jonathan and definitely tune into the Wood Songs Old Time Radio Show. That sounds fantastic. Uh, Michael, it has been such a pleasure to have you on this evening. And I understand we're going to be listening to you take us out on Down by the Riverside with one and Mr. Jerry Springer. And it's very nice to see everybody. And Jerry, thank you again for having me. Oh, on. anytime. Seriously. That, you, that, that was great. Just great. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, Michael, thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk again. We'd love to have you on again. Let's, you know, let a little time pass. We'll get back to you. I love it. I love it. And Jerry, I'm a big fan, bud. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Lay down my heavy load Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I'm gonna lay down my heavy load Down by
by the riverside. I'm going to study war no You've been listening to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside, I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside, I ain't gonna study war no more. I ain't gonna study war no more. I ain't gonna study.